I can't believe I forgot to share. About a week ago, I was chosen to speak about my journey as I am recovering beautifully from multiple eating disorders. I invited my sponsees, the beautiful people that I sponsor in my eating disorder program, and I had a crowd of over 25 people, but for whatever reason, I was not nervous. This is a story of my recovery from food addiction. As you know, my name is Anita, and maybe what you didn't know is that I'm a very grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater, binge eater, and former bulimic. On this day, I was asked to share my journey of recovery, and I was so grateful that everyone was so interested and ready to listen to me talk and give me their time. So I said, just for today, I choose joy over pessimism. My glass is always halfway full. Each day I awaken with the breath of life in my lungs is a good day, but it wasn't always like this. You see, once I lived in the darkness, darkness was all I knew. I was a prisoner trapped within my own body, lost in the insanity of my eating disorder. I grew up in dysfunction. I'm a survivor of child abuse, which included domestic violence, physical violence, verbal, mental, emotional, sexual abuse, and incest. I was broken. My spirit was broken. I grew up depressed and anxious, walking on eggshells, always expecting the next bad thing to happen. My eating disorder began around the age of six. There was a poster of an African child on my kitchen wall. It was a very large poster. It had a child, a little black African child with the biggest, saddest brown eyes I had ever seen. He was naked and dirty, his belly protruding. Otherwise, he was just skin and bones. My parents, they threatened me that either I'd eat all my food on the plate or they would ship me to Africa and adopt a starving African child in my place. My family was from Peru and Cuba. My mom was Afro-Peruvian. My dad was Afro-Cuban. Mom did all the cooking. Peruvian cuisine mostly. Um, yeah, she made mostly Peruvian cuisine. Outside of, outside of the most delicious dishes that, that Peruvian cuisine offers, there are some nasty dishes too. For example, there's a plate called mondongo. It is tripe, which, which we called mosquito soup because it was so nasty. Um, it's the stomach of a cow. And that's all I have to say about that. That's disgusting. The next one is patita con mani, which is cow's feet with peanuts. Who thought of that combination? That is disgusting. And then there's lengua, cow's tongue. Blah. Anyway, each dish was served with rice, side of beans and vegetables, tall glass of milk. If I was not eating by the time my parents finished eating, they would dump my paper, my food into a paper towel and take my 
eating utensil. If I was not done eating with my hands off the paper by the time my parents washed the dishes, they would dump my food from the paper towel into the blender and add my glass of milk and then the milk and set it to the milkshake setting. I would serve this milkshake and I had to drink it or I'd get beaten. I would vomit, but I quickly learned to drink my own vomit or get beaten. My lesson was that I eat all the food on my plate, like it or not, even if I was full. No surprise. It's no surprise that I always ate everything on my plate. I became bulimic. It's no surprise that I'm not surprised at that either because I was always purging food. At first it was involuntary over the nasty shakes that my parents would make me drink. But then, as I grew up, it became voluntary. Growing up, I was had interesting things under my pillows. For example, the biggest knife I can find for protection, and snacks. Yummy, yummy snacks. I would reward myself with these snacks after surviving dinner. Mostly sweets and chips, brought with school lunch money. Eating goodies hidden at night was my secret my treasure, my reward. I began to gain weight and at about 11 years old, I started to buy myself slim fast. I tried to diet. My parents criticized me and called me fat. As I got older, the insanity of my eating disorder kicked in and I tried every form of diet. I tried Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, LA Weight Loss, the Lemon Cleanse, the Cabbage Diet diet pills, over-the-counter, prescription, and online magic pills, whatever I can get my hands on. Soon, as a young adult, I began to purge. I purged after binging. I purged by abusing laxatives. I purged by over-exercising. Once I, well, more than once, I walked six miles at a time, and then would come home to work out to a Denise Austin uh, videotape. I stopped purging by vomiting when a blood vessel broke in my eye. It looked so bloody and took months to heal. I was afraid that my secret would be revealed because people kept asking me, what happened to your eye? What happened to your eye? And I would say, oh, uh, I sneezed really hard and I burst a blood vessel in my eye. But uh, I think everybody knew I was lying. I was reaching for excuses to say and every time someone asked me I would forget the previous excuse and say something different to the other person so obviously I was lying by 35 I weighed about 400 pounds before the age of 45 I suffered two strokes my life was unmanageable food thoughts were dancing constantly in the back of my mind my doctor said that my eating disorder was not just a health issue but a mental health issue as well. He suggested that I get therapy. Wow. Mental health issue as well. Okay. So I listened to my doctor and I went to therapy. And my therapist asked me to join a 12-step group 
that would help me with my eating disorder. And so I gave it a try. And then I got a sponsor and I started working the steps. And again, my mind was blown when I learned that I can ask my higher power, which is my God, for help with my eating disorder. I didn't know that God cared about my food. It was hard to move past step two and even harder to move past step three, which talk about releasing your will and your care over to the hands of God and allowing God to help you with the eating disorder. It literally took me three years to process and proceed honestly from step three. I was dropped by my first sponsor. She was a beautiful woman. She was focused. She had excellent recovery. She wasn't working. I wasn't working my program and treated my sponsor more like a therapist. Negatively, I was negative and unwilling. I had a lot of unwillingness. It was un- it became unhealthy for her, so understandably, she let me go. So then I panicked, and I decided that I needed to get it together. So I got a new sponsor, and she is also a beautiful soul. Finally, I got serious. I embraced the steps. I turned my will and my life and care over to God. I built a relationship with God, which had ups and downs, and I almost gave up. My sponsor was relentless, though. She refused to let me do so. Finally, I found abstinence, which led to joy. I stopped lying and omitting to my sponsors, my therapists, and most importantly, to myself. I collectively have lost 123 pounds over the last five years. I joined a church and and further developed my relationship with my with my God who is perfect in every way and so I learned that God did not make a mistake when he created me because it is impossible for God to make mistakes and that also blew my mind <laughs> from there I learned to love myself and my perspective changed now I have this joy that is uncontrollable uncontainable for most of the time I sponsored five people with my, and I call them my babies. I love to use my energy to encourage, inspire, and be of service. And I'm not afraid to shine my light anymore. Despite having cancer, I have never been happier. To share my joy, I want to be a blessing to others. I use my tools. I work my program. I reach out my hand to pull those who suffer out of the pits of insanity and despair. Today, more than a, I am more than a conqueror because I am Christian and my belief is that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm in the process of enrolling in college and working towards a PhD in psychology. I'm present, presently training to be a health and life coach to work my way through college. My future looks bright. I'm living in the promises of the program. And if I can do it, so can you, I said to them. So you see, God can help with anything. All you need is just to ask. You need to walk in faith and believe in God's healing powers. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals everything, (laughs) even eating disorders. Amen.